May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Because of the blood of Jesus, because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we can draw near to God. And that is what the writer of Hebrews wants to get across in our passage from the letter of the Hebrews in chapter 10. Because of the blood of Jesus, we can draw near to God. The background to that uh, passage is the Old Testament worship in the temple. Uh, There was a day, it was at the end of the year, called the Day of Atonement. And that was um, the holiest day in the Jewish calendar. It still is today in Judaism. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And you know that on that day, the high priest would go into the most holy place. Uh, In the most holy place was the Ark of the Covenant where God's law was kept or the Ten Commandments, the commandments of the covenant were kept in this Ark. And on top of the Ark was a golden lid, a a lid made of solid gold. And then uh, statues of angels and their wings touched in the middle. And this lid on the Ark of the Covenant was called the mercy seat. It was the place of atonement because this was the place where God's presence dwelt and the high priest entered into that place and in order to enter into that place, into the most holy place of the presence of God, he had to bring a sacrifice. He had to make atonement first for his own sin. And so he would take the blood of a bull and sprinkle it on that mercy seat, the place of atonement. And then he would take the blood of a goat and sprinkle it on the mercy seat for the sins of the people. And also on that day, the day of atonement, the most holy day, he would place his hands on a goat and confess the sins of Israel and symbolically the sins of the people would be transferred to this goat and this goat would be released. It was known as the scapegoat. And the symbol was that it would take away the sins of the people. That's where we get scapegoat from. And so um, this was what the Lord was teaching the people of Israel on that day the most sacred day. He is holy. And in order to enter his presence, he has to provide the way. Um, Light repels darkness. God's holiness, God's justice cannot take the presence of evil and sin. So he has to make a way for people to come into his presence. And that's what the sacrificial system was teaching the people of Israel that God in his grace and mercy does provide a way to enter into his presence, the way of sacrifice. And in the passage that we read from Hebrews, the author is explaining that Jesus now is our high priest and our sacrifice who makes a way for us to be in the presence of a holy God. 
the sacrifices of the Old Testament, he says earlier in chapter 10, could not take away the sin of men. They had to be repeated time and time again. They trained people to think about their sin and the holiness of God, but ultimately they could not finally remove sin. They were pointing to the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ who takes away the sin of the world. And His sacrifice is the final sacrifice. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. He offered the full, perfect, and complete uh, sacrifice and satisfaction for our sin. And He made the way for us to enter into the holy place. Verse 19, brothers, and we would say today, brothers and sisters, we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. I heard a pastor say, and he was referring to a church father who said this, if someone were to give you a bowl filled with the blood of Christ, how carefully you would carry that bowl. How carefully you would guard that bowl. And his point was, I don't think we do that with the blood of Christ today. I don't think we grasp how precious the infinite worth of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross that pays for all of our sin, that cleanses us so that we can enter into the presence of God that works within us to sanctify us as we look to Him in repentance and faith. The precious blood of Jesus enables us to draw near to God, to have fellowship with God, communion with God. That is why this is a good Friday, because Jesus made that way. The writer is encouraging us to draw near to the Lord. Why do some people not draw near? Why do we sometimes hold back? Sometimes people do not draw near to God because they are filled with guilt and shame. And they sense their unworthiness as they think about the presence of God. I remember hearing a lady who said she hadn't been to church in decades and she had lived a life of drugs and crime, and that led her into a life of prostitution. And she was invited to a church, and she was terrified of coming to church because she said, I did not need to hear about my guilt and shame. I was feeling that already. She needed to hear about the grace and love of God, and she did go to church, and thank God that was the emphasis that day in the sermon. That God can cleanse you through Christ of guilt and shame. But some people hold back. They don't draw near to God because of their sense of unworthiness. And the cross says God has made a way to take that guilt and shame from us. Whether we're feeling guilty about sins of the past or even now in the present, we're aware of our unworthiness before God. Look to the cross and draw near. 
Some people do not draw near because they don't think they need this sacrifice of Christ. That just naturally they're okay with God. That they're right with God. Just in their natural state. So there's no need to draw near through the sacrifice of Christ. They think that they're fine apart from the cross of Christ. Such people need to be reminded of the seriousness of sin and the great standard that God has set. His holy, perfect standard. God judges us based on His version of righteousness, not on our version. And His standard is perfect. He calls us to be holy in thought, word, and deed. And all of us fall short of that standard. Some people do not draw near to God. And I think many of us, and I can say this for myself, often it's the case with me. I don't draw near as I ought to do. Do not commune or fellowship with God as I ought to do out of apathy. Some of us have lost the wonder of the cross because we've heard it time and time again. We've been to dozens of these Good Friday services, so it's hard for us to capture or recapture the wonder of the love of Christ. And so other things began to take central place in our life rather than communing with God, fellowshipping with God, which He has provided a way for us to do through the precious blood of His Son, Jesus. May God help us to capture once again the wonder of the cross, to be inflamed once again with gratitude and love towards what, because of what He has done for us on Good Friday. We need to be reminded of the greatness of sacrificial love. And sometimes stories of sacrificial love kindle that again in our thoughts, in our hearts and minds. We hear stories of people giving their lives for the sake of others. And we understand the nobility of that. For example, last year, around this time, actually in March, remember the story of the French police officer? His name was Arnold Beltram. It was during a, a terrorist attack on a, I think it was a marketplace or a grocery store. And this terrorist had taken hostages and was going to kill them. And Arnold Beltram took her place. He, um, he went into that grocery store. He did not have to do that. But he said, I will take her place. And the terrorist shot him in the neck. And he died later that night in the hospital. And by the way, Arnold Beltram was a Catholic Christian who had gone through two years of catechesis a couple of years prior to that. And his priest said to him about him, he gave his life as Christ gave his life for us. He was celebrated as a hero in the nation. When we hear stories of that, we are moved because we recognize intrinsically the goodness, the nobility, the worth of sacrificial giving for the sake of others. And those stories point us to the ultimate story. The story of God's intervention in human history over 2,000 years ago in Palestine on a hill, Gagatha, where God in Christ provided a way for us to be in relationship, fellowship with Him. 
A holy God made a way for us who are unholy to be in his presence. We have been hostages to sin and death. But through Christ, he has made a way for us to be set free. And to go into his presence now and for eternity. We've been set free. The writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 2.15 that the fear of death enslaves people. But through Christ, God has set us free from that fear of death. Why? Because we know he made a way. For us to be in his presence forever. And that is through the precious blood of Jesus. Let's be grateful for that today. Let's give thanks. Amen. Heavenly Father, I do pray that you would fill our minds and hearts with gratitude and wonder for the great sacrifice. that you have provided through your Son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for willingly offering your life in our place. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for filling our hearts with the love of God in our life that draws us nearer, nearer to you. We praise you, triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for sharing your eternal life with us. And we worship you, Lord Jesus, on this day. Amen.